I'm looking forward to Thursday. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I've i got such a good set. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I've got one of the, probably the best sets I've ever had. Like, I, You're um, trying to get me more excited now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, oh, honestly, because I'm with, um, I'm coming with Michael, um, my guitar teacher who's actually taught me the guitar, but he's also doing gigs with me now. Um, which is really cool. Is like honestly, like the best guitarist I know. Like, oh, like wow. he, he's just so good, and he can play the piano. He can play everything, and he's gonna play everything. Like, literally, he can play everything. Everything, drums. <laughs> yeah, drums, violin, every everything. He can literally play so many things. I'm like, where did you come from? What planet did you come from? He laughs at me for it because I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just, I can't wait because um, I wanted to go to a few gigs because obviously I'm a huge supporter of Jenny because she's just amazing. Oh, she is. I'm so excited to meet her. I'm so excited to hear her live. Oh, like that voice is honestly like her voice is one of those voices like you just, you don't discover them that often, I don't think. Like, she has a very deep, but pretty voice yeah. like it's very i don't know how she seems comf comfortable that deep it's like wow when you hear it because it's just like it's deep like i i couldn't do that but it's like not a man deep it's just a nice deep and it's just yeah it's really nice i was talking to my mum about it the other day actually of like how how big her scale like her range is her range is really big she's like yeah she's just like she just i think it's just the way she approaches everything like the way she approaches a song and she breaks it down into the melody and the tune irrespective of what song it is and her own music as well and then oh, she yeah. just gives it like that feels of gold she's kind of made that her own. I don't know if you've heard her sing that with Eva Cassidy's no, Fields of Gold. Um, no, I've not. You'll probably hear it on Thursday and you'll be like... Really? Like, everyone is kind of like... There's a wow. lot of people that say it's better than Eva Cassidy's, which, like... That's big. Uh-huh. But it is that... It is up there with her. Like, I tell that to Jenny and she's like... No, no, no. Eva Cassidy's Eva. I mean, she's Eva Cassidy. Like, no, no, no. But, like, when she sings Feels of Gold, like, 
like right. it, it is up there with Eva's like it's totally she does it so much justice and she does like she just the way just the way she delivers it is just honestly right. it's she's she's un, she's unbelievable is like it's just unbelievable anyway oh we're not God. here to talk about Jenny Cogwell all over <laughs> oh, oh, I although I could <laughs> but I, I really could because I just honestly like I we should do a series on her <laughs> a Jenny Colquitt series <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that we'd have to have Jenny Colquitt here to do that right now so that would have to be talk like... about a song every podcast <laughs> there we go the Jenny Colquitt podcast I'm sure she'd love that I'm sure we just play the song talk about it and then get her to do a live rendition of it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, god, in my dreams, in my dreams. <laughs> but oh no, she's honestly, she's. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She is really, really. I just good. can't, I just can't wait because, like, it was difficult to choose which gigs I was going to go to because, like, Adele and Andy were supporting her on Sunday, and then you were supporting oh. her, and then Callum was supporting her, and I was like, I can't go to all of them because they're too far apart. Yeah. So I couldn't travel back and forth because I, I don't have enough money for that. Yeah. Um So then it fell on the Bells and Gals weekend as well. Yeah. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I'm going to see yeah. Harry Rose on Sunday as well. Um, oh, yeah. She's playing with Gary Quinn, so like it just fitted, and I thought, right, that's... Yeah, when I supported her, she had a song called um, Little White Chair, something yeah. like that. White Chair, yeah. Yeah, and my mum was in tears, I was in tears, like, I was trying to hide it from people because there was a lot of, like, what we call fans there, and, like, obviously I got to, like, put on a front and everything, like, I'm an artist and everything, and I was, like, sat there, just, like, with my head down, like, crying, and then... When we came up to clap, I just, I was just so silent, like, I hardly, I hardly even clapped, I was that, took back by it, I was, like, just mesmerised in it, like, oh my god, it was the best song ever, my my three favourite songs from, like, country artists is that song by Harriet Rose, Head Rush by Amelia Quinn, and... I'm waiting for you by MMR. I'm with you, girl. I am totally with you in all of those. I know, all the words to Head Rush, all the words to Waiting For You, and sadly, I've only heard um, White Chair once. Yeah, they are like, yes, I am totally. Head Rush is just... I've played songs in the car off my playlist, and I'll be singing, like, I'll be waiting for you. Like, I I will sing them like it's Ariana Grande in the car. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I actually do. That's the thing. <laughs> but they're all great songs. Like Headrush, I, l- I love the vibe in that. That was one of my... I know there's a lot of people that have different favourites, um, but that's probably one of my favourites. It's close to Worse Than Whiskey, but Headrush, I just love the vibe of that. And Waiting For You is just... That's... Yeah. Have you seen the live version of that where she put it on... YouTube and she's like in like a proper studio singing it live. Is this Emma? Emma. Yeah. I think so. A while back, I think. 
beautiful thing ever ever it's like beautiful you need to check it out it's on a youtube um it's like a live studio proper like sound cover and it's not not cover like a live of it and it's it's beautiful she's just i went to see her and it was a, a small um village club and she sang, it was just her and her guitar for the whole set. And she sang Waiting For You and she sang Ten Times A Stranger and she sang When oh. and she sang... And it was just, she just, you could just hear a pin drop. It was that, like the audience were that attentive. And you could yeah. you, you could hear a pin drop and I was like, yes. Wow. I knew they were songs like that. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was it was such a good night. I'm glad I went. It was, um, it was in the middle oh. of nowhere. Right enough, but um, Kezia Girls playing there actually in July. It's a it's a cool. Oh yeah. Jeez, you could probably you could probably do a gig at some stage as well. Anyway, shall we talk about Belle Velvet? <laughs> we can do. I mean, I'd much rather talk about everyone else because I like it. But I could sit here talk. I could sit here talking about everyone else as well. But we're here to talk about you. Um, this is I've started a new podcast as you may have seen. Um, it's called Voice of a Woman Real Talk, and it's basically what it says on the tin. Um, obviously, with Voice of a Woman, it's it's all about what oh. on the earth is that? Is that me or you? I'm so sorry. Let me just hold myself on airplane, lad. <laughs> I my that. I have one, two, three, four Apple devices that all go up at the same time. When someone rings me. That is it. Everything <laughs> vibrates. Everything makes a noise. And I'll tell you what, it is. I'm actually going to have this near me. I'm actually going to turn this off. I'm so sorry. I get, and it's really annoying, and I shouldn't get it. Spam calls, prank calls, <laughs> all the time. Why do, you My have, why do you have four devices? Is one not enough? So I have my phone, <laughs> I have my iPad, <laughs> I have this, my MacBook, and I have another old MacBook down there, uh-huh. and they're all connected. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did it, <laughs> I didn't think. I was actually hoping they didn't ring, but oh well. Moving on, they're all on airplane mode I refuse, now. I refuse to connect my devices, it comes up my computer. Connect with your phone, and I refuse to connect all my devices because I'm just like, no, I don't want my devices connected with each other because, no. I'm always... No. I like it because I can track things. Like, if I lose my phone, I can go on my laptop. So, say, like, out of the blue, someone steals my phone. No one would do it. I don't know why they'll do it. There's nothing on it. Um... (laughs) I could go on my laptop and track who's got my phone and I'd go rugby tackle them. Ah. You know what I mean? Well, there is that, I suppose. There is is that side of it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get get back. (laughs) And then we're going to digress all podcast. At least we went of DC and Dom asking about snails and all that kind of crack. Oh my God, no. (laughs) I have to say that still remains as one of the longest Instagram lives I've ever done and one of the zaniest Instagram lives I've ever done. It, oh, weird. I think we spoke about 30 minutes 
or music and how like Carrie Underwood was an influence and all things like that. And then it just... <laughs> 50 minutes on styles. That was, right. that was it. That was it. it gone. I, it just <laughs> never touched a style in my life, and I will. And we couldn't get it. We couldn't get it back. <laughs> we couldn't get it back on track, and we it just went. It just kept on going. I back to horse. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, yeah. So, voice of women, real talk is about, um, I suppose, what it means to be a woman. What it means to be a woman in the music industry. Yeah. And I suppose the challenges you face in the music industry, <clears throat> which is hard. Um, yeah. So the first question would be, and I know you are a young woman, so I suppose probably a different perspective for you, which is really good. So what does it mean to you to be a young woman or a young lady or growing up mm-hmm. as a young woman? What does it mean to you? In just in general. Just in general or whatever. Powerful. Powerful. Wow. I mean, like, I don't, what it means to me, yeah, just powerful and just like, if there weren't women, all these little boys wouldn't be here. So. Love it. <laughs> That's a cracking answer. <laughs> I'm being serious. If, if we did not exist, if we didn't exist, then... Then males won't be here, and people can say, "Well, the male producers or whatever." I'm not getting into the birds and bees, but <laughs> no, science has adapted, and we can make that stuff now. Like we can literally, we can. like, put like injections and everything. You can't make a baby out of a a cup. Like you have to have a female. You have to have an egg. You, you have do. to have stuff like that. So, yeah. We're the reason this whole world is carrying on this, the way it is. This is very true. That that I've I've never thought about it like that. That's a bit powerful. I like that. I do like that. Um, now I think it's it's been a year or so since your kind of journey took off. Like, but like, one literally, killed for been... my memories a year ago yesterday. Wow. All my memories, like, um, because I got really excited when all these emails were coming through. So obviously, I was like taking photos, going, "Oh my god, I'm famous!" <laughs> and I sent it to like my mum and everything, and it's all popped up on my memories. And I, I was laughing to myself. I was like, "You did not have a clue. You did not have a clue, did you?" <laughs> but it just like I think I remember Carol um sent the song through and it was just like whoa it was just your voice was wow this is somebody like and then everyone everyone (laughs) took notice and you were on everything and it just catapulted you into the UK country music scene big time sometimes I cringe at the things I actually posted like I looked back at my stories and I was like how like oh like, I'd screenshot me saying I'm doing a live video from Facebook and I'd post it on my Instagram with no caption and I'd be like, ooh, 
you just have stories to do that now. Like, just put it on your story. It doesn't you're doing a live? It isn't. It isn't a big deal. <laughs> but but to me at that time it was such a big deal. Like, um, yeah, I remember I did a podcast with Dom. You did. Um, that was my first podcast. Anything I did. And after I did that podcast, even though it wasn't out, I put it on my socials. Oh my god, this is a podcast with Dom. I put it on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, the lot it was posted. <laughs> and I was just so like happy. But now I look back and I'm like, I give myself, I cringe myself out with it. But I guess that's what where I came from, sort of thing. But it was it was an exciting time for you because like Yeah. People were People were paying attention to you for your talent and your skill and wanting to talk Sorry, to my you. Back. My Sorry, my dog's back. Um, wanting to talk to you and just wanting to, to promote how good you were because, like, it was it was extraordinary that, like, just how you blew onto the scene. <laughs> you didn't just come on. You kind of went, woo! <laughs> and it's like, it feels longer than a year, but it's just... It does. I mean, what I've actually done in a year, it's quite weird, but, and like how far I've actually got, like, I got onto number four on my iTunes charts. I don't even know how, because I don't actually think that many people pre-save on iTunes. I don't know how it works, because I don't, know how it works. I don't think a lot of people pre-saves on iTunes. And it'd like, I'd love to actually know because I can't know, like it doesn't tell me. But like, literally, all I know about is like, what, four people on iTunes? That's all I know about. But I must have more than that for me to get to number four. Like, and I stayed and then I went on like the all genre, if it's called, the all genre chat. Yeah, and I was at, like, I can't remember what, number 81, I think, and I was next, like, Billie Eilish's new album. That's, like... Wow. And then I stayed on that for, like, two days when, like, I normally go off of it, like, I don't know, like, 12 hours. I'm normally off the charts. But but it stayed. It stayed. Yeah. It was... It was quite cool. We had, like, a party and everything. I was gonna... I was gonna do a gig... For it, I was gonna do a release party. I had artists confirmed that was gonna be playing. Um, I had some right artists. Who did I have? I had Emma Moore, I think. Emma Moore, Amelia Quinn, That's me, right. and there was another. <laughs> My mum just said Charlotte in the background. <laughs> Is your mum there? She needs, yeah. to come on. she needs to come on too at some stage. Mum, well, come in. <laughs> no, it's not live. No, it's not live. It's recorded. Well, it's not live, it's just Linda. Yeah, no, but will it be like, everyone here? Everyone can hear you, but like no one can see you. <laughs> Is she standing at the door? Yeah. <laughs> she just come back from the gym. <laughs> It's all right. I just did a workout shortly as well, so it's all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't work out. It's not a bit of me. Not at all. But yeah, I had a right, I had a right lineup for it. You did. Um, and like, 
I literally was on call to like the venue and everything, but I can't remember why it didn't go ahead. I think because it, it was all about like security and, and like bouncers on the door or something. Did you not do that on Twitch like... though? You did something on Twitch. On Twitch? Did you not do that on Twitch? You did a charity thing with those as well, did you not? Was that? Yeah, not... I did. I did a charity with. Uh... Amelia, I'm sure Amelia was on it. Yeah, Amelia. I can't remember now. That was for catfish, though. Yes. Not catfish, but yeah, the little things I said. I uh, nearly had a release party, but like literally before it was all going to be confirmed, I just thought like. I'm going to let this EP out and then when I next put an EP out, I'm going to do it because it was very, I came up with the idea very like, um, very at the wrong time. It was like two weeks until release and I came up with the idea and it, and it was just really rushed. So next time I do it, I'm going to do it like planned before I actually release it Yeah. and everything. Well, so I've awesome. got it all planned. But I think Otherwise, it's and soon it probably would have gone ahead. I think COVID as well, though, like it's been difficult for artists to gig. It's all just coming back now, but it has been difficult for artists to... <clears throat> oh, it's been really difficult. <clears throat> ...to plan and for them to go ahead and to know that it's definitely going to go ahead because, and I think for, for people that love music and buy tickets, they don't know if their gig's going to go ahead when they buy the ticket because there's that many rescheduled mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's... Yeah. It's been very difficult for the music industry, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really difficult. So over the last year, what has been your major highlights over the time that you've been in the industry? Major highlights? What you're most proud of? Um, being like, I've learned how to, well I've not learned, I'm learning how to like not say yes to everything. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel rude. If I don't like something, I'll say yeah, and then I'll go slag it off to my mum later, and mum will be like, well, why didn't you say yeah? Um, no, and mum will be like, well, why have you said yeah to it if you don't like it? And then I'll be like, oh, I'll just get used to it. Like, I'll like it in the end. And, like, I don't know. I just feel a bit rude if I say no. Well, I suppose you as an artist need to do things that are true to you and you're just learning who you are as an artist and as a, a young woman as well. So, like, it's... That's a, a huge journey to be going through that and that'll come with time. And I think what else I'm most proud of is, like, my songwriting... I do, like, and songwriting's actually helped my English. I did uh, my mocks recently, and I've actually moved up in English quite a lot. I think it's because of my songwriting, because I passed in all my poetry. And I'm not, like, academic. Like, honestly, in English, I used to fail it, like, maths, fail it, science, fail it, and I still, I still do. And, like, I'm not scared to say that I'm not academic because I'm creative instead. Yeah. And, but English, like, I've actually proper moved up in English. And, like, I shocked all my teachers and everything because, like, there was all expected me to, like, 
just pass, if not, not pass. But I actually, like, proper passed. I was, like, moving up to a B, which is really good for me when I was That's expecting awesome. not even a C. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's self-belief too, though, I think. But songwriting definitely, definitely is an impact. Would you think being in the industry and having like the success that you've been having has helped your confidence and helped your self-belief and the support that you've had has that yeah. helped if i didn't have the pot i don't think i'd like carry on doing it there has been some um times when things have put me down like i don't know is someone like I don't, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, if someone doesn't like something I've wrote, sometimes makes me feel a bit... But that's hardly ever happened, but, like, that's something that, like, could, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I was at a gig the other night. Uh, oh, it was so good. It was the old-school barbecue bus. And I don't think people can understand that I can, like... Because I'm a singer and all performers on stage will know exactly what I'm talking about and everyone will, everyone will have the same, um, like, same special things that they can do. And I am so good at lip-reading. I am so good at it. I can lip-read the audience. And I was at the front and um, I could... I lip-read everyone's conversation when I'm singing and I lip... <laughs> And I lip read off someone that uh, I don't even know the words to a song when they were singing the song, but that they were singing the words wrong to this song. <laughs> and and like I heard them say like, no, no, I didn't hear them say it. Like I saw them, I lip read it, um, say that like I was like bad and everything. I was like out of tune, and I don't know. It really like. It really made me lose confidence in 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 the first half. Like it really, I didn't I didn't expect it to um, like actually like make me think. But it actually made me think like I actually lost a bit of confidence. But and then I got it right back up straight after that song. So yeah, I was good. But yeah, it did it did um, it did knock my confidence a bit. It's weird how like little things can knock your confidence. Yeah, I mean. It's probably because I'm not used to it being said to me. Like, um, as you know, like, at school, like, no-one really knows about my singing at school because of the bullying. And, like, I just do it to protect myself. But, like, that was what I was scared of, and I think that's why it, like, knocked my confidence a lot because that's what I always avoid and that's what I don't get because I avoid it. But after that, there looks like they was having a good time, so, yeah. But I think music music is something that helps helps people through bullying and all that kind of stuff and helps to make you stronger as a person, and that that is something. Because I know a lot of your songs have kind of been that thing. Like, there was one, um, The Ten, or oh, was it I Am Ten? What's the... I can't even remember it now. My brain's going to sleep. What's the song? Something 10. One, oh gosh. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, 
No, do you know something after football? My brain, sorry, just two seconds, because this is just, it's, um, hang on. <laughs> One second. No, it's not, it's not that at all. Um, and my brain, honestly. Like... Is that? I don't know I've ever said that word. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. One second. Um, one second. One second. One hundred and ten. That's ah, 110. <laughs> I knew there was a 10 in it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, because I've just done an exercise and my brain, my brain has gone to sleep because I've got too many things to do today. Oh, so, God. Uh, yeah, 110 was quite a kind of sassy song, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah. And those kind of songs are great to write and get those kind of feelings out because bullying is not a, a pleasant experience at all and it's it's not. it's unfortunately a widespread problem and happens too regularly yeah. for my liking um and that's just yeah it's just not it's just not right now in terms it's not just in music but in terms of female role models who would you say that you look up to and Taylor learn Swift. from Taylor Swift. <laughs> she's so strong like, who was I speaking to this about the other day? I was speaking to someone the other day. Ah, it was another interview I had. Um, unsigned chat. Yeah. Don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah. That's who I was speaking to. I had an interview with them the other day. And we was talking for ages about Taylor Swift, about how she's just so strong. Um... Have you seen a, a documentary on Netflix? Yeah, that was brilliant. Like, oh, I don't know. She's just... I don't know if you saw this tweet I put out. Like, I wish I could write like her. You did, yeah, and I think I replied to it. Oh, did you? I did, I'm not yeah. very good with Twitter. I don't keep up with it. I've I seen you saying that and I said, I can't, I think, what did I, I think I replied with something like, you have the Belle Velvet way of doing it, which is just equally as oh, talented. Oh, as... I think I might have read that. Some I'm was, not very good at Twitter. Was... I, I never go on it. Yeah, it was around because I saw that and I thought, but you're a good songwriter. So, like, I think I in, the in, in the industry, I think, or in, in life in general, we kind of compare ourselves to people and, like, you're just starting out and Taylor Swift has been in the business for years and years and years. I mean, she can see... I'm releasing an album tonight and <laughs> the world goes into meltdown. Um, she's been in the industry for years and years and years and years and years. But she's just... She is incredible. But your, ta your talent is just as incredible, so... But, like, she's... If if I, I want a certain sound in a song, like, it's one of her songs I pull up for an example. Like, uh, I don't know if you heard it, Champagne Problems. Vaguely, yeah. I had to listen to it. It is. It's, it's beautiful. It goes, like, it's quite slow. And then, like, it isn't... It doesn't really have a chorus. And it doesn't really have a verse. And it doesn't really have a bridge. It's just a... It's like a poem. And, like, it goes really slow. And then it starts going in... Dun, 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 d
I listened to it and I'm like, you are so clever. You are so clever for doing that. Like, like that is just genius. And like, I wish you didn't do it because I would have done it. <laughs> but... Well, you can take inspiration and learn because it sounds like she, everything she does is so transferable and you can learn so much from watching her yeah. do what she does because she is, she is, she's so incredible at what she does and she's like, I think there's so many people that just want to be like her and want the success that she has and wants to be like her. Um, she's, yeah, she's, she's I massive. I'd, I'd love to go to her tour. When, as soon as she goes on tour, I wanted to redo all her old stuff. I want to go on tour, redo All Too Well, the 10 minute version. Love it. All Too Well, 10 minute version. I can't remember a solid math solution, but I can remember a 10 minute song. That worries me. I can't. <laughs> I cannot remember base times height is for a cube. That's not even right. And I can remember Taylor Swift all too well, 10-minute version. And do you know how long that probably took me to learn? <laughs> An hour, two hours at max? Because I just repeated it. And that worries me. It worries me. <laughs> I revised Taylor Swift. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> but your musical brain is active and that's your natural talent. So Yeah. And you like it. Whereas maths you probably because I remember talking to you before and school is not your <laughs> your thing, you want to do music full time. Yeah. <laughs> school is yeah. not school <laughs> what school I don't want to do school. <laughs> I have to do school. Okay. No, no. Everyone calls it my hobbies. <laughs> It's just like a little hobby. School. <laughs> yeah, school is definitely your hobby, and music is something that you you excel at. It's a natural talent, and it's it's great that you're you're doing this and pursuing it as a career, and because it's just you have the you have the you have the voice. Honestly, you just it's, thank you. It's absolutely amazing. So, in terms, you're releasing a new single. And yes. I was listening to it a few times before this podcast, and it is... If you listen to it in the car, it's better. We did it the other day. I'm going to go in and listen to it again after this. It is... It, I can't eat, like... I loved Me Love You Do, but Ghost, did... it, Ghost is kind of taken over, slowly. Oh, no! Slowly. <laughs> But just, it's just everything about it, like the start of it, just like, is that opening a door or something? Or Yeah, it's like metaphoric, is that the word? Yeah. Like, it's like a metaphor, like, I'm not actually opening a door. Do you know, because I co-wrote that song with Stephen, um, and I came up with that idea that, I don't know if you've seen It, have you ever seen It? Yeah, the scary clown. But the new It. No, I haven't seen the new it. So the new it, it's like it's like not the old it. It like came out like a few years ago. It's not like brand new, but it's you know new. And they're in this haunted house with well, they're in its house, and they come and they have a scene where the girl's running, and she has three doors, and the three doors 
she has to choose one to go through and the three doors say on them not scary scary very scary okay. and she has to choose which door to open and she doesn't go for the scary door Nobody would. No, 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 no. She, she doesn't go for the not scary door. She goes for the very scary door. And when she opens it, it's the least scariest. If you know what I mean. Oh. But the three doors have not scary, scary, and very scary. And she has to choose one of these doors to try to escape from this clown that's getting there. But she goes through the very scary door. And when she goes through it, there's actually, like... Not a very scary thing there, but in the but in the not scary, it was like death, and like I had that in my head, like should I reach and try to open up? Should I choose a different door? So it was like don't go for the like don't go for the path you always go go for. Don't go to the like don't go to your comfort. Yeah. Like, test yourself. And that's what she did. And she came out, like, better with it. And that's how I came up with that dot. I described that to Stephen. And he, he looked quite confused. He was like, yeah. But he was there, if you know what I mean. Like, he yeah. understood. But it was, it was quite, it was quite like, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, quite freaked out. But he, like, he understood. And, yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a really cool, that's a really cool metaphor, actually. That's really... It, if you search it up on YouTube, I'm sure um, it'll be there. If you just put in it, very scary, or scary, very scary, it'll it'll come up with a scene, and you'll see what I mean. You'll see see what I mean when she chooses the door. That's brilliant. Um, and your vocals on the song are, and I've always said about your vocals, but like, <clears throat> just the way the way the song's produced. Because I know Tommy Taylor produced it. Yeah. How did amazing. that how did that come about? Because like it's just it's another level for you. Like it's yeah. It's incredible. The song and the track and the production, everything on it is just oh. top notch. He's done so good on it. I'm so I'm so like happy with it. Like and like it was it was missing something because do you know the guitar that you hear, the bits of guitar in like the solo. Yeah. That was never there, it was just a piano. Um, and I said to her in the studio, I was like, it just needs something. It just, like, I don't know what it was. It was like, it just needs some strings. Or it needs some, like, pedal steel or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, like, he did that. And I was like, yeah, 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 keep doing that. And then he would just, like, show me, like, loads of different options. And I was like, yeah, you got to keep doing this. And um, if you listen in like, really closely in, you can hear a slight heartbeat, and that was Stephen's idea, because Stephen was in the studio with us too. And, like, it was, like, a slow heartbeat, but yeah. it is an actual heartbeat, but it's like, acts as, like a, like, a bit of bass, a bit of beat, but it's actually a heartbeat. It's, yeah, it's... And the story of it, what inspired you to write it? Because it kind of feels like... Well, this song was meant to be... I uh, don't know if you've heard, mate. You will hear it on Thursday, if you've never heard this song. Um, it's an unreleased song. I don't know if you've heard me play it. I play it quite a lot because I really like this song. The song was meant to be Child. 
um, called Child. Um, but like the lyrics just want sitting right or something. I, um, so we got Stephen in. Well, Tommy got in contact with Stephen, and it ended up being a completely different song. But so I ended up with two songs, which is quite okay. cool. But I still play Child out, and I still want Child recorded. Um, but this song's meant to be Child, so. And child, you'll hear it on Thursday. It's all about drug usage, and wow. um, and like I talk about how they, how the person I'm talking about is like dying, but they're not quite dead inside. Um, no, they're dying inside, but they're not like actually dead. Okay. And we sort of took a turn on that, and we're talking about an actual. Well, the song's about a dead person, like someone like that's died and you can't get them out of your head and like no one understands you and like you, you just do anything to just be with them again but I mean I don't really like saying what a song's about because that song for someone it could be about like a breakup with their memory still in your head it could be about like like, I don't know, your dog dying and, like, you, you, you just can't buy another dog because, like, you just can't replace that dog. It can be about anything, but the whole idea about the song is, like, your loss and, like, you can see the ghost, but the ghost is not actually there and you can't prove it sort of thing. But the ghost yeah. is the memory, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, I got that from listening to it. It was just, like... I think the first thing I thought of was a breakup and relationship, but then I was like, well, it's a bit deeper than that because it sounds like something that is no longer and it's someone kind of trying to cope with that and come to terms with it. And it's mm -hmm. just, it's so poignantly done and it's just, it's just beautiful. Um, yeah, it's, and it sounds like sonically as well that you're your songwriting seems to be developing and your the way that you, the vision of how you want your music to sound is developing is this a conscious decision that you're thinking about and how how do you want your music to sound without all the success that you've had or whatever what what kind of vision do you have for your music from this point uh, on definitely after this song I'm going to take a step out from the piano and like come back to like you know just Guitar. like the original me I think <clears throat> me love you do got so much love it did and everyone commented they liked it different because it was different to what I normally do so I was like right let's do it again then so I did it again but I think if you do it too many times it goes sort of not that special so I'll probably make you know like a good upbeat one, you know, sassy. But I seem to be writing more like sad songs now. I've not written a happy song in so long, but I think that's now because I write on the guitar. Before I okay. used my hum, I used my humming. Now I write on my guitar, which has a much more deeper sound, a much more heart feeling sound. And I think. It's not hard to get away from that, but how I play the guitar, it's all very, 
like proper listening to the chords and that's just what comes out of the guitar when I play it. So I think yeah. my next thing I'm going to try and do is sort of not get that out of the guitar, get a more like a rocky sound. I mean, I have got one in my... Uh, I have actually... I made up a little tune on the guitar which was quite quite like sassy that I'll probably use but it's just in, in the bank at the minute <laughs> yeah but I think yeah it's it's just I suppose the maturity of your voice as well as you're learning about because you've over the last year you've learned so much about releasing yeah. music what do you think is the the most valuable lesson you've had over the time that you're going to bring forward and change. I always like um, every every like thing like I've stepped out my comfort zone, like working with new people. Um, if I didn't work with new people, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone anywhere. I would have stayed in the same place. And like every time it's come to working with someone new, I'm like at mum, I'm like no 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 I don't want to do that. I just want to keep how I am. But we we do end up doing it and it's like better and like I say it every time that like I said it I said I didn't want to learn the guitar I just can't do it and now it's like the best thing I've ever done um the best thing I've ever done and it's like I crave to play it it's it, it's really weird like I, I, I generally like my head hurts if I don't listen to it it's really weird like I love it a lot like a lot has it helped your songwriting as well to have an instrument yeah. to write on? Definitely. It yeah. it makes me I feel like like connects more with it and like makes me feel like obviously it is my work but like But you can play I've it. Literally and... come up with everything instead of just a hum and someone else figuring out the cause for me. It's like a bit more nice. So were you working alongside Tommy when he was producing it or did he do most of it himself or did you learn from him as he was producing Ghost? Uh, we was in the studio because Tommy's studio is in Filates, about <clears throat> an hour an hour and 40 minutes away from me yeah. and we was in the studio quite some time. Um, I was starving. It was late. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I did you not bring... <laughs> Did you not bring food in? No. <laughs> um, always bring did... food in. Always bring. That's a lesson. Always bring food in when you're going for a studio session. But I'm scared to choke because once oh. I was eating peanuts at a gig, and I'm not joking, I started choking on the peanut while singing a song. It it was the most humiliating thing I've ever done. Like. <laughs> I'd have to cough it up when there was instrumental. I'd have to make all these sounds to get this nut out my throat. But it was just, it was there. Oh, no. And I'm looking again. Yeah, but I think during breaks you could, like, because you need energy because, like, that is... You have breaks. You don't have breaks. When I was at the studio, it was just work, 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 work. Because there was just... it. It had to be perfect. And, like, I didn't feel like I needed a break. I wanted to keep going. I wanted to get it done. Because if you just take breaks, it's like... It's like you're just taking longer, aren't you? It's like, get it over and done with. You can have a break for a week if you want it after. But if you're if you're in that headspace, like, sometimes you could be in a studio and you're kind of in the headspace and... 
productivity is kind of low and you just think I need to refresh and reboot yeah. and then come back. So in that oh, yeah. you could eat something and then, you know, you can, because you if you're starving then you'd like, how can you sing if you're starving? <laughs> I was always starving when, like, we actually finished it. Like, when it was the boring bit, like, I don't, I don't like calling this a boring bit, but, like, harmonies. Like, I love okay. harmonies, but it's just, like, the actual thing's over now. It's, like, the hardest bit is done. But, like, when it was getting to the harmonies, I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> but we kept on doing it, and the harmonies sound, like, so good, so good. It, I so um. It's it's I, just it's probably I think well, I do think it's one of their best singles. Oh really? Yeah. Quite a lot of people said that. Yeah, it's just everything about it. Like the production is excellent. Like when you sit and listen to it, just from everything from the door opening to you singing to then it kind of building and was there strings on it as well? Um, yeah, there yeah. is strings. And then the strings come in and it's just everything about it just fits into the story of it and it's just and then your voice as well. It's just like do you know there's like I I don't kind of believe in well, I know there's sad songs, but like I think it's just a gorgeous ballad. It's just such like it just showcases what each and every one of you have brought to this song and it showcases your skill in songwriting. And it's just, just so good. Like it, it really just, it's just great. And then you kind of, the artwork was done by the wonderful Tammy from Tomography. Yeah, it was so fun, so fun. <laughs> Honestly, no, we, it was terrifying. Like, was in the barn that I filmed a hundred and ten music video in, and. I can't remember what it was. We was outside, we was like exploring and I kept on getting spooked. I, I thought I heard this voice and it was like, she wanted me to sit on like a broken windowsill and I was sat on the windowsill but I was like, ah, looking behind me because there was this room in the back and then like round the corner there was this dark, like dark corner. And, like, she literally couldn't get a photo with me because my hair was, like... <laughs> I heard something and, like, I think it was, like, a bird or whatever in, was in there. I kept on hearing, like, crackling. Like, I kept thinking someone was behind me. So I kept on, like, jumping off going, oh, no, I can't do it. And then I, like, they was all laughing and going, right, let's just not do that then. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was really fun, really fun. It looks really, like, you look, I suppose contemplative is the word I'm using, if you, if you get me. Like, you look like you're thinking about something heartbreaking-wise. Like, like yeah. contemplating about some, and it looks, and then the kind of, it looks like a deserted barn in the back, or just space in the back, and it just looks... I wanted it to be like an abandoned house, like what the song's talking about. Yeah. Like an old house, sort of thing, like the memory. Yeah, it definitely fits. It def- yeah. Like, listening to the song and then, like, putting the artwork. Because I know artists put a lot of thought, a lot of times, into artwork. Because it yeah. kind of tells more of the story of the song. Yeah. And it definitely does, because just, 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 I suppose, just the way, the way the photo is, 
and it's just like it's really it's really good. Tammy is just wonderful. Oh, so talented, she so is. talented. And it's it's <clears throat> it's it's crazy actually over how over COVID so many of us have like so many of us have just kind of come onto the scene and we've not been doing it for that long, but like like Tammy and you and I know Amelia's been in for a bit longer, but like Harriet Rose has been but it's just COVID has been not a positive experience in some senses, but such a positive experience yeah within music because I wouldn't know a lot of the artists I know now like I wouldn't know Jenny now if it wasn't for I I remember the first proper artist I noticed when I started going it was only because he was why was it it was something to do with Carl Kendrick I was advertised with him and it was Bob Fitt Fizz, Fizz Bob Fitzgerald. Um, yeah, it was him, and he he's just him. always like I don't know. Like I've just always liked. If I've ever seen him post, he's always stood out because that's what I remember seeing. Like yeah. I was advertised for the radio. That was it. Yeah. I was on the radio, and he was advertised next to me. And every time I see him post, I just give it a like because like. Uh, no, I feel like like that was the first sort of person I was with, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And like he probably don't even know who I am. Oh, he does. But, but, like, I really like it's it's weird because like he, he's the first person I sort of I've never spoken to him. I've never I've never spoken to him. But like that name, like I always remember him stood. But that bar, he was like at like in like a bar or something. Um, it was it was a photo shoot in his bar, or whatever. Okay. It was like a bar or something. But I can always remember that photo and me advertised with it. I think he does have a shed. Is that a shed he has? Because he, he's always he streamed a lot from there, so it might be. Yeah, it might be in his shed, but but it was in some sort of like I don't know. But that photo, I I always can remember it. It's weird. It's really weird. He probably thinks I'm a right weirdo for saying that. <laughs> He'd probably, probably be like, okay, let's just, you know. No, <laughs> he's, he, he, is, um, he is class. He was just releasing, really, start that again. And Kerry's song was one of the songs on his recent EP that he yeah. wrote for his partner, which is just... It's just incredible. He's another one that just started as well. Like he, COVID has just, <laughs> yeah, they're just, the people in the UK have just grown so much. Like it's incredible. Like um, it's just incredible the streaming and what that's given to all of you as an artist. Although you can't gig and live music is, there's nothing like it, nothing beats it. But oh. Why is my Instagram? Hang on, I don't want that to be happening all the time. Why is that on the ball? No, it's not. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's just like from like Kezia Gill. I mean, she's grown so much over the last over yeah, COVID. She's good. I like her. She's like, good. I think Jade. Um, Jade. I I I can't remember. Hello, Hello. Yeah, her outfits. Oh, like. Yeah. 
wow, they're fire. Like, what the? That is something like Taylor Swift would wear. Like, every time I see her perform, she's got such a cool outfit on. I'm like, yes, like, it's so cool. I love it. Like, she does. She's got such a style and she, like, yeah, there was one blouse she was wearing at the um, Liverpool a Country Music Festival. A bodysuit with fishnet tights on and boots. It looks, it, it, it looked iconic. <laughs> it was like a cowboy bodysuit with fishnet tights on, or some sort of tights, with big boots on. It was like, oh, I was like, yes, I love that. Like, I love that. Only if I was a bit older, then I, I would generally go on stage with stuff like that. But I'm a bit young for that. And, you know. Well, you are, I think that's probably another thing that people are so kind of taken aback by your skill and talent because you are, well, you started when you were 14 and now <laughs> yeah. you've just turned 50, well, 15 and not, you know, so like you're still really young, but like for someone so young to have the skill and the knowledge that you're getting just now is pretty extraordinary. How do you feel yourself in that sense? Like, it is. It's, it's extraordinary what you're producing for so young. Um, quite proud of myself. Like, yeah, proud of myself. But I'm happy with what I I've achieved. But like, I want to achieve more. Like, I like a good. Um, what's it called? Challenge. Yeah, I like challenging myself. But one thing I don't like is, and I always say it to her mum, but I know she's just supporting me and trying to hype me up, but she's like, this new song, she's like, oh yeah, we can try to get it to number one this time, like, come on, and I'm like, don't say that, touch wood, like, whatever will be, will be, and I don't really care, I it's nice if it happens, but I'm happy people enjoy my music. It's nice when it goes on the charts, but I never... If I'm going to say that I set a goal for it, I don't say, let's hope it does. I set a goal, right, if you want to do this, or like you have to put your effort in. Like If you want number one on them charts, you've got to work your socks off. And sometimes you can work your socks off. Like, um, like Amelia's EP, I was so shocked when that didn't get to number one. I was so, so shocked. And it was in for, what was it? It was in for our awards. Yeah, it was It was up for, I think it was, was it the British Country Music Fest? No, British, British Country Music work. Association. Um, no, was... it was up for two, um... Country, Country Live, the awards I was nominated for too. Oh, Pauling, live country sessions. Ah, I was very, okay. very shocked when that didn't win. Very shocked. Yeah. I feel like, obviously, who remember who won it? It was Poppy Fat. Poppy Fardell. Yeah, she's absolutely, she's, oh my God, she's amazing. She's so pretty, like I'm so jealous of her. But... <laughs> Amelia's EP, she um, she deserves something on that. Yeah. She deserves, like, I don't know what it is, but she deserves more than she got, I feel like, on that EP. 
I think in I think and I'm just talking in general now, not specifically those one, but um the category itself for EP was pretty tough. Like there was a lot of really good EPs in there. Um I know myself that I voted for Amelia's EP. Mm-hmm. But it was tough. Um, I voted for Amelia's too. It was really Even though I was in that one. I didn't vote for myself, I voted for Amelia. Because I, 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 no, the UDP was there as well, and I was just like, it, hands on hat. I voted for Amelia, and your, I didn't. UDP deserves deserves recognition as well because it was such a good EP. Like it really, really was, and it deserved. But it it was, I think in those kind of things, it's a really tough decision. But I think as well with with voting like that, like you could vote as many times as you wanted. Oh really? Could you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you could vote, like you could go on again and vote again and vote again and vote again for as many as you wanted. So, like, it's not that I'm not, but I think from from, the, from that kind of perspective, I think it should be one vote per person and not go back because you could, you could vote as many times as you wanted. It was um, there was a lot of votes cast, which Paul was really proud of and quite rightly so. But I think a lot of them were yeah. the same you, people you that could have. It was like twenty thousand or yeah. something, like twenty five thousand monthly, yeah. But then people could have gone in again and voted for someone else and someone else and someone else, like or voted for, all of, for all of them. Yeah, they could have voted for all of them in the same category if they wanted to. Oh, you know? <laughs> Just yeah. vote for all of them. So like it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think from from that kind of perspective, it's a bit. But then she was up as well for the British Country Music Association Awards. But yeah, I saw a, that. That was a tough category as well. Like, I think Emma Moore's tough. Emma Moore's table was in there. Amelia Quinn's Medicaid, Kezia Gill's EP was in there. Yeah. And like, I, I think don't that's... know. I I just feel like it. Um, it 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 deserves something. It deserves yeah. a title. It does, and, and I, I think the know. the Bells and Gals Awards are this weekend in London, nineteenth of February. Yeah. Um. And she's up for best EP and best female. Oh well, I hope she wins that. I'll I hope be she really wins too. Happy. But again, she's in that category again as Kezia Gill's EP and Emma Moore's the table. And I, they all deserve it. They, they, all, they all like. I think Emma Moore's the table EP was just like when you're talking about the meaning of country music and what country music means to people. Her EP, the table, was just sheer classic country at its heart and at its best and it was just I loved every single song on that like she definitely took inspiration from Brandy Clark and Brandy Carlyle and you could tell that in all the songs that she wrote it Um, was good yeah so to be up against supposed to be up again and all that like that's a tough category I had to I was on the panel for the Bells and Gals and it was tough to vote it really like you always say that in awards but it was really I was scratching my head. In fact, I left it to the last minute because I was like, what do I do? Like, I could vote again and it'd be different because it was just... And I think that goes to the credit to the artists that are coming through in the music industry. Um, And with you, like, coming up as well, you've got you and Caitlin May and Maya Hare-Hilly. I always get her surname wrong. Um, And there's another one called Robin is like there's just the talent and the skill coming through is just a credit to the industry and what acts are coming through I mean it's just it's incredible um you'll probably win an awards one day I hope so because he's not even winning 
I just love to go to one. I'd feel like I was like at the Grammys. <laughs> I actually would. I'd go and I'd be like, like. <laughs> I feel really important if I actually went to like an actual in-person award show and I was nominated. Like, I wouldn't care if I won. I'd just be like there and I'd feel so like special if I was there. Like, um. Who, who was, what awards show was we going to go to? I can't remember what award show I was planning to go to next year, but we was planning to go to a few, me and my mum, even if I'm not nominated. I just want to go to a few. I want to see what it's like and, you know. Which ones are you going to or which ones do you want to go to? I don't know. I I feel like, uh, do you know that ARC Radio, they did an yeah. award show. That, that looked quite good. That was really good, yeah. I, I hope I hope to go to that. Uh, the BCMA. I want I want to go to that. Um, I also want to go to Buckles and Boots. I know it's not an award, but we're not going to go next year because we've got a lot on next year. Like Rough and Hold Day. It's my sixteenth. It's oh. my brother's thirteenth. We've got like a really expensive year next year, and like we should just. But hope for the year. After that, so twenty twenty three, which is a year I'll be booking to go to Nashville too. Um, yeah, uh, I'm hoping to do a tour when I'm eighteen and everything. I'm saving up. Well, is that it. is that for like oh. writing trip or a tour or how long do you plan to stay there for and what's your? Um. So what I want to do is when I'm eighteen. We're planning on going on tour, so tour around the UK, up and down, um, like, like everywhere, like Wales, just everywhere, and then on the last bit of the tour, go to Nashville for ten days, and just wow. like do all the open mics. Wow, stuff like that. So yeah, we're gonna book it that next year. I'm, we're definitely, definitely gonna do it. Because uh, I'm so up for it, like, I, I, I tell everyone, even though it's not booked yet, I'm like, I'm up for Nashville. <laughs> but, like, I actually, and we're going to try and get into the Bluebird Cafe and play there, like, in person. I've spoken to a few people that's actually played there, and they said, like, y- you have to, like, call in at a certain time and, like, only if you get through or whatever. So we're going to try and do that. It's it's all right if we're duck because I can just take a photo outside and, you know, see I've been there. <laughs> but I'd, I want to go to Music Row. Have you heard Music Row in Nashville? Yeah. That's that's a place I want to go to. Um, like, that's the main bit. And uh, who was I talking to? Yeah, it was Stephen um, that I co-wrote Ghost with. He was telling me when he went to Nashville and all you can hear is just, like... Music music but as you walk along he said like you'd hear one singer fade into the other singer fade into the other singer as you just walk down this row and like all the voices muddled together but as you walk past the 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 bar there'd just be that voice that you could hear and uh who 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 else was it i can't remember who else was telling me and like there'd be like tall buildings and if and in every single floor, there'd be a different singer in a different bar. And I think oh. that's just so amazing. Like, I'm so excited. I think Nashville, though, is, that, like, 
I want to go to Nashville because it is like it's yeah. it's the music capital of the world, and that's where like oh, I'm so excited. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Absolutely amazing to. It'd be absolutely amazing to do that. Um, that's always been my dream. In fact, it was my dream last year, the year before, but obviously, I couldn't. And um, because COVID stopped a lot of that, um, and yeah. even C2, it's like a bit. I always feel when I go to C2C that Nashville could be quite like that in London because when you go to C2C in London, you have all the the different bars and it's like that. You have music and everything. I don't know if it's going to be the same this year, but when I was there pre-COVID, that's what it was like. It was music in every single bar and thing around, uh, and it was just yeah, it was like that. You'd walk. It was like that. You'd walk down and it'd be like. And I said that, I think I said that to an artist, Lucy Elvis, I think I was talking to her, and I was like, it just feels a bit like this is what Nashville will be like every day. And she was like, it is, it's kind of like that. Um, oh, my. It's kind of like that vibe. But the Long Road Festival is a, is a kind of a festival because it has a music row thing and a honky-tonk, oh. and it's kind of taken Nashville and put it into a festival. And it, it's the vibe and the feel that, that the Long Road Festival creates yeah. is very similar to to Nashville and what that's like. So yeah, it's pretty Oh wow. Pretty cool. Um yeah, so C to C and the Long Road is probably the nearest to Nashville that right. I think you could probably get in the UK. Um keep that in mind. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to C to C in March, are you? Uh no I haven't I haven't planned on it. Um but I'll say I've I've got a really, really busy year this year. Got a, I've got a lot planned like I'm going to college, I'm like, I'm going on holiday. It's just like a lot to fit in. Yeah. I'm gigging all over. And some, I'm like, like literally I'm gigging all over this um, this year that I can't announce some places yet because it's not 100% confirmed and I can't, like, you know. You can't see. Say, say yet, but... I, I've got a really busy year, so I just hope it gets busier. <laughs> I'm sure it will get busier, because I know... Well, I think after... When this podcast airs, um, you'll have supported Jenny Colquitt, which is... I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that is pretty cool. That is... I'm finally, I've supported Jenny Colquitt. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it in life. <laughs> I've made it in life. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> and you've also supported... Yeah. Two way thumbs, Jenny Colquitt. Done it. Made it. <laughs> you know, that's quite that's quite a cool that's quite a cool set list. That's quite a cool artist there to be supported. And there's I'd say there's probably more to come. Um I'd say there's a lot more to come. Um and I can't wait to hear who like who you're gonna be supporting because it sounds like it's gonna be a very exciting year. Um oh, yeah, I'm so excited. And things will just look up from because twenty twenty one was quite exciting for you. Um, with yeah. everything with your EP release and yeah. I know you couldn't do a lot of gigs but um, you I could still managed to do yeah. quite a few uh, and live streaming man- you were live streaming as well which was um, that was interesting <laughs> what was interesting about it <laughs> the music because I don't have like a proper sound thing everyone has like that that connects to your laptop I just did it and like I had a speaker stuck up there I had my mic here I used to like, I have to, I have to, like FaceTime my mum and like pretend that she was like, someone watching me and like sing we're like is this all right 
And then she tries speaking to me on the phone. I'll be like, I can't hear you. Because the music would be playing so loud. But it was. But then I think as well, you did a live stream with your guitar as well, a couple of times. Oh yeah. You've been bringing that in, which is really like that. Really does give it a different feel, and that you are kind of developing as an artist and learning how to do that. Yeah, it does. It's that's really cool. Like that's a. It's a great statement. Yeah, it's it's great to see. Like, as a music promoter and promoting women in music, it's so good to see artist journeys and how far artists come. Like even Jenny yeah. herself, the growth in a year, like the growth in the year for everyone is just it's incredible. It's yeah, just it it's unbelievable, and it's exciting to see what happens next. Um, oh yeah. And we can't fit the best way to finish this, but I don't think your mum can come on because she's she's hiding away. But your she's bath sister at a minute. Oh, <laughs> well, she definitely can't come in then. Um, but your mum is your mummager, as I suppose we all call them. What is that like to work with your, I suppose your mum, which is probably your ultimate Fush hero, like. First. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> This me. podcast is going on Spotify. You should listen to. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I feel like if I actually had an actual like a person that's not my mum managing me, I'd listen. But because it's my mum, I'm like, I've got that sass that I can't get rid of. The, just that teenager sass of her. I'm like, oh, fine, like. <laughs> it's just like but I feel like it, if it was someone else I'd be like yeah okay okay I'll do it now but if it's my mum I'd be like yeah I'll do it like later I'll do it in a few minutes <laughs> a few minutes sent to a few hours but it does get done it does get done just not when she asks <laughs> no but it's really good like my, like my number one supporter and everything she definitely is she um, works she works right. her absolute battle for you she really really does um, yeah and Amelia Quinn was your mentor. Is she still mentoring you at the minute, or is that...? Um, no, she stopped because she's just so busy. busy. Yeah. But, like, her her message is always open to me. Like, I'll message her and she'll, like, get back to me in minutes. And, like, she's helped me with loads of stuff. Like, just normal advice. Yeah, just advice. And whenever I don't know what to do, she's always, like, told me what she would do and what she would do what I do and it always ends up all right so it's good to have that though because she's a great mentor and a great example in the music yeah, industry she and is. what a woman she is it's um yeah she's a good role model a really yeah. good role model I, I proper look up to her yeah which is nice. nice so ghost is out on the 25th of February yeah where can people get that is there going to be hard copies or is it all streaming itunes streaming. Streaming. i'm not going to say hard copies because i said that on my ep and the battery never come out i'm so sorry to everyone that wanted one i'm so sorry to everyone that i promised them to it's just so i've just been so busy like like i, I don't know like i was gonna order loads of hard copies but it was like i think it was like 15 I was going to order and it was like going to be like £150 something stupid like that yeah, they're quite expensive. I'm, like, I'm not going to make that back like honest like what what would I sell them CDs for like £10 maybe less it's a bit like with four songs on it 
like you're just not gonna really get it back are you it's a bit no but hopefully when i put my next ep out or even an album i don't know what but um hopefully i will have hard copies i'll just i think i have to prepare more more in advance now i didn't like like it was all we with the EP, the whole EP was cool, but the whole promotion around it, I'd say it was quite rushed. Okay. So, the next EP, I'm proper going to plan. Like, say, an EP is not coming out in December, just to let you know. But say if I was putting out an EP in December, I'd probably start planning for the EP, like, next month, in, in the next two months, for it to come out in December. Like... I'd want to plan everything I'm going to do for it. Like, I'd start planning, like, a release party for it. I'd start from the start. I'd start which one I wanted a music video for, you know? Or I'd just proper, like, it gives myself more time too. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's something else you've probably learned from, I suppose, the process, because the process does yeah. teach you, and then you do it differently the next time it happens. It's all a huge learning curve, and... That's great. So where can people find you on socials? Um, they can type in Belle Velvet anywhere and I'll literally just pop up. So Belle Velvet anywhere. Anyway, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Are you on TikTok? No, I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm not I tried. I do have I got a TikTok. follower, which was my mum. <laughs> See? You're biggest support. <laughs> I'm joking. I was so happy. I got, oh, I got a follower. And it was my mum. I was like, great. <laughs> That's a start. I just gave up with it. I felt I felt daft posting. I tried posting TikToks, but like, I just felt stupid. But see, I think it is the biggest, like, I don't know what it is about these kind of fads or the next big thing, because it seems to be the next big thing in music, and it's where a lot of people go to find the next big artist or whatever, because there's been a lot of artists discovered on TikTok over the last <laughs> while. Um, Priscilla Block uh, was one of them, I think. She was discovered on TikTok. As yeah. was Liz Rose. So I think from from a musical point of view and from promoting your songs and promoting you, um, it's probably a good avenue. But you can't do them all because, like, the amount of social media like it's hard work doing social media like it's a full-time job it's it's a full-time job in itself like it's it's crazy the work you have to do as an independent artist it's it's crazy Um, yeah it is but your mum helps you i'd say yeah yeah she has all my social media accounts and all my messages she does She's, she's yeah she's a great supporter and kudos to your mumager even though it can be frustrating having her mum as your manager. But yeah. <laughs> we need to finish. So thank you so much. I'm going to let you go. Um, thank you. Me. Thank you for today. I've really, really, really enjoyed it. No, it's been great having you anytime. Um, I'm just always so... just. I just think you are incredible. And I can't oh, wait to you. see... I can't wait to see how you grow and what happens next because it's... You're just incredible. And Thank you. You're so mature as well for been 15 and you have oh i'm not <laughs> well from a music point of view and from what you want yeah your music to sound and your vision for your music is very mature and your voice is so mature like it's incredible how mature your sound yeah. um 
So to see the growth and to see where you go next is just going to be incredible. Yeah. So, oh, thank you. Lots of love. And I can't wait to see you on Thursday. I'm so excited, honestly. I'm so, so, so excited. So, I can't, yeah. I can't, like, it, that's just great. Like, Belle Velvet and Jenny Colquitt together and the same It's going to be a well. It, it's it's going to be a great night. It is going to be a great night. And I will see you and your mum. Tell your mum yeah. to hello. She will come on one of these interviews one of these days. In fact, we'll probably just have to have an interview where it's you and your mum together. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be some arguing. I'm joking. That would be fun, though. Like, if we did a live Facebook or something, that'd be really fun. Like, how... Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, how... Because your mum is working in the music industry, and she is... She is a woman, and she is in the music industry, in a role. She is managing your career. So that's well worth... You're in the music industry. (laughs) That's well worth speaking about. All three of us. <laughs> oh, Deb, well, I'm going to, I'll message her, or we can talk about it on Thursday, even better. Yeah, God. I shall uh, convince her that she needs to be... She that can't be, run, then. That would be cool. That would be really, really cool. That's the, ne- yeah, that's yeah. the next protocol. That would be so much fun. Um, yeah, so long as we don't talk about snails and... No, definitely not. Don't know why I picked snails up. Anyway, so thank you so much, Belle, and the best, best, best of luck with your new single, Ghost. Everyone needs to check it out and download and save and thank buy. you. So yeah, I can't wait to see. I'll see you on Thursday, and I can't wait. Definitely right. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I'll see you very, very soon. Bye. I'll see you very soon. Bye. 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 Bye.